Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. You know, I might be that guy that on the outside, I look like I would really be in to Bellamy. But truth be told, deep down, I'm really into that raunchy, nasty, like Treasure Island media shit. The year was 2013, and it was the first time that, at the time, I was about to meet all of my ex-husband's closest friends. Now, you guys, we weren't ex-husbands then. We hadn't even gotten married at the time, but... I mean, he's now my ex-husband, so that's why I just don't want to confuse anybody on a timeline. Since apparently now, these days, I'm being called out on timelines, Dorinda Kenny. (laughs) But basically, as we walked to meet the rest of the group for the dinner, he sort of gave me an overview on each and every one of the friends that I was about to meet for the very first time. And, you know, I didn't really understand why he was giving me an overview on each member until we got to the very last one. And then it all made sense. He was trying to prepare me for the fact that one of the friends of his that we were about to meet was actually someone who had dabbled for several years in the porn world. And you guys, this was pre-OnlyFans. So back then, it was only production style and there was no other option unless you somehow were able to find some sort of something on like Tumblr or uh, I'm just going to shut the fuck up because I'm like aging myself right now. But that being said, as I sat there at that table at that dinner and watched this guy who I had been prepared to understand used to be in porn, 
I kind of looked over at him and kind of looked sideways, tried to cover one of my eyes, squint a little bit. I, I didn't really get it. He wasn't very attractive. He was actually kind of a fun personality, but porn? I just didn't see it. I didn't understand it. I didn't know why this was the person out of all the people sitting at this table was the one who was in porn. So, you know, that being said, we had a great dinner. We went out to a couple of bars afterwards. And as my then ex-husband or husband or fiance or whatever the fuck he actually was, as we went home and he passed out and I was just, you know, laying in bed wide awake, just with my mind rolling about how this guy could actually be in porn, I decided to search him out, seek him out and see what all the fuss was all about. And of course, you guys, it was when he was much younger and there were several movies. And while it was like the twink style, like licking a big giant lollipop while I'm getting fucked kind of porn that I'm really not into, I realized the biggest reason why this guy was in porn was, well, because he had the biggest dick that I had ever seen. And his twink-like frame it just didn't really fit, and I was mesmerized. And if I had a dime for how many times I jerked off to every single one of the movies that this individual had out in the world today, I would be so rich that I wouldn't have to work to this very day. And I wasn't even into him or the style of porn. It made no sense. But I think it had something to do with me meeting him and getting to know him and the rest is a jerk off history. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill. And let's explore the entire notion of what it means to actually have sex with a porn star. Not this one, you guys, just for the record, but a completely different one, like an actual hot porn star. And then walk home doing that gay walk of shame and ask yourself the question, is sex with a porn star really porn star sex? You are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loud-mouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host, popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Washburn here and welcome back to the show that really just is that one porn genre all on its own my gay expose podcast and on this week's expose we explore the entire notion of gay porn in its entirety <laughs> I'm going to share with you 
in my personal perspective, the evolution of porn over the course of the last, like, I don't know, two fucking decades that I've been, like, obsessively monitoring many of these movies throughout, like, my entire life and what I think about many of the moments and how I feel about many of the things that I witness on a regular basis. Like, what porn stars really just do it for me and what ones can I really just do without? And I'm actually going to reveal to all of you the specific list of porn stars that I tend to gravitate to when I'm on the hunt for a porn that I want to jerk off to. Like what porn stars actually get me off the most and why they do as such. And you guys, I have a little surprise for you. I'm actually going to reveal my at least two and a half week long search from Pornhub. That's right, folks. If any of you know porn as well as I do, you know that every time you search for something on Pornhub, it keeps a like documented list. So I'm actually going to reveal what that search list is that I've been searching without even reading them before this week's expose. <laughs> oh God. And truth be told, I'm a little bit terrified about that outcome. And what is your type of porn? Like whether it be the genre, the star, uh, like what kind of porn are you into? That's the question that was asked this week to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. And I don't think that I have to explain that that's probably going to be some really fucking good shit this week. Uh, but first, before we get out that tube sock, put it over our dick, begin to jerk off to that movie. And as you get closer and closer to a cum, you realize that, oh my God, that guy's peeing. He's peeing. Oh my God, get this movie off. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, you came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, ugh. Jesus fuck God, what the fuck was I even trying to say there? Ugh, what a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. Holy shit, you guys. Wow. I am just so overwhelmed, excited. All the emotions are just fluttering around me in this moment. Last week's expose. You might be gay if you decorate my box. <laughs> with extra special guest Dorinda Kenny, my best gay friend. Well, she might as well be a gay friend. Girlfriend is what I meant to say, but she really is just a gay man in a girl's body. <laughs> as you so clearly heard in the first ever interview process in my gay expose podcast history. And you guys, it has just been embraced so like positively in a way that I just can't even fucking express. 
And it really makes me excited that you guys got like a different side of me for like the first time in the three fucking years that I've been doing this very show. You know, I had a few people chime in and actually say that it was kind of a nice change to sort of hear me interacting with other individuals. And literally, even though we were taking shots of vodka the entire fucking time and just having a blast along the way, it's so funny because literally that whole session that you heard, that recording, that was supposed to just be like a test run. And it just went so perfectly, so flawlessly. And our chemistry, because we are best friends, just really... Like, it just clicked, and we just kept it, and we just rolled with it. And it is, like, literally, you guys, no joke, slated to be in the top 10 of the highest-performing exposés of the show's history. And that makes me so fucking happy that I tried something new. You guys loved it. And my best girlfriend, Dorinda Kinney, is now a fucking superstar. <laughs> I have to say, she loved the process. She actually loved the episode. There are a couple places where she wanted me to edit, but I told her no. And it was just so much fucking fun to just hang out with my girlfriend with a couple of shot glasses and just tell our story of how we met, where we came from. And I just want to encourage all of you, if you didn't listen to last week's expose, it's completely different than anything I've ever done on this show. Go back, listen through. I promise you, it's a fun fucking time. And that is the crazy relationship that I have with my best girlfriend, Dorinda Kenny. I do want to clarify one thing because somebody actually messaged me. And there was one situation where when Dorinda was talking about my wedding, she, I, and I actually re-listened through and so totally got what this person was saying. The way that she said the story, she was telling it, and this is probably, it was mostly the vodka talking, truth be told, but she was telling the part about after the wedding itself at San Francisco City Hall, and we were supposed to go to one of our friend's house for a reception, she kept saying we went to a bar and got food, and then we were late, and then one of my friends confronted her, etc. But she just kept saying, we went to a bar, we whatever. This person actually thought that I left with her to go to the bar, get food, and was late to my own reception. And I did re-listen through, and that is actually kind of how it sounded like she was saying, but she was really alluding to another friend that she came up with. So I just wanted to clarify that one little detail because it was just so, <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. I see it. But no, it was not me. I definitely went to my reception with my new husband at the time. So I just wanted to make that very fucking clear. I also wanted to just bring up that, like, how fucking iconic is it? If you think about it, that your best friend in the whole world actually fucking tattooed you. Like that in itself should just solidify the friendship until the end of time. I mean, right? <laughs> so you guys, go back and listen through the expose. It was a lot of fucking fun. One of my favorite episodes of all time. And you don't want to miss out on my very first interview process. And you guys, there are so many more slated for the show. I'm so fucking excited. It's going to be good shit. So June's here almost. Actually, at the time of this recording... It's about a month away. So what that means is you need to go to RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I, Washburn.com. 
and take a look at the Bossy Power Bottom Wear catalog and pick your next piece for Pride Month, for your upcoming gay or pride event. You guys, June's almost here. Get your shit now. And one last thing, please, 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 please donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. Links in all my bios, all my, like all the show notes in every single episode for the last like fucking at least 15 or 20. If you pretty much just Google Ronnie Washburn or look at any of my websites, you'll find a place to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. We're getting closer to the deadline, you guys, and I just need to reach my goal of raising $5,000 for this incredible fucking organization. Please, please donate to my AIDS life cycle journey now. So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation, which just so happens to have a you better pick a fucking safe word themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. What is your favorite style, genre, star, or just go-to gay porn? And why is that the porn that you tend to favor and explain? So let's get some of those responses now. says, oh, you and your damn questions. <laughs> uh, hello, it's me. <laughs> but Will continues, interracial Tim Tales. Ooh, yeah, that's good. I actually forgot all about that. I'm going to put that on my little list to check out for tonight's jerk off session. Yes, you guys. So interracial Tim Tales for those not in the know, is probably some of the kind of dirty, hot, interracial porn. Yeah, it's good shit. Just check it out when you get the opportunity. I I 100% stand by this. I love this answer. Eh, I'll be Googling that shit tonight. Mars says, I'm embarrassed to tell you. <laughs> Okay, so Mar, listen, here's the deal. I'm really embarrassed to admit a lot of the types of porn that I'm into, but here's the thing. I will reveal all of it on this week's expose, so stay tuned for all of that. You know, part of being on a show such as this is actually coming to terms with the fact that you have to fucking admit this shit out loud, and I don't give two flying fucks what anyone thinks about my taste in porn, at least until after this expose airs. <laughs> Brandon says, I like those hot-bodied Bellamy boys. James says, I only like homemade amateur shit. I don't do anything that's done in a studio. Wow, that is pretty fucking Specific, but you know, I do feel like we're kind of evolving in that direction, so that to me makes perfect sense, don't you think? 
Daniel says. Okay, so I like twinks. Brent Corgan was my favorite when I paid attention to that sort of thing. But I don't know why it's my favorite. I don't know why I like twinks. Twinks are not good for mental health. <laughs> okay, Kyle, I feel like there's some sort of underlying story or maybe even multiple stories here. Really, I just have so many questions about this statement. <laughs> like, why are twinks not good for Kyle's mental health? What do you guys think? <laughs> Lucas says, Bellamy. David says, I'm really into the Bellamy franchise. Really, again? Ugh. Morgan says, as a 5'6 petite Asian guy, I'd say I really enjoy role-play gay porn, like daddy and son, or uncle and nephew, or even grandson and grandpa. For example, gaysest.com. I like how the top daddy is tall and huge, and the twink is petite and small. The size comparison is a huge turn-on. Porn stars include Langrid Wolf, Drew Sebastian, Rocco Steele, J.J. Knight, Pierce Paris, Christian Wilde, uh, Dylan James, Dallas Steele, Alpha Wolf, Dominic Pacifico, Raphael Alinciere, Poppy Kokik. I don't even know if I said that right. <laughs> Probably did. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, Malik Dingley, Jax, and Sean from Sean Cody, Bosin, just to name a few. Some tall daddies are really tall, but the rest are mostly above average and tall height. As long as the daddy is either tall or hung or both, that does it for me every time. Michael says, my favorite is one-on-one -on -one mask guy on mask guy. And I like bisex scenes as well. I like the intimacy on one-on-one -on -one sex, and I like the unexpectedness of by MMF porn. <laughs> you guys, listen, I am learning so much more about so many of these people that I already know today on this one subject matter alone. <laughs> San Diego Rob says, I only like straight porn. Um, <laughs> okay, again, I'm at a loss for words here. I have so many questions because, you guys, here's the deal. San Diego Rob is as gay as they come. There's got to be something behind this. I just, San Diego Rob, I need to know more. <laughs> Kenneth says, I like locker room jock porn. Or, you know, the Bellamy boys are always hot as well. Brayden says, I usually just search for Bellamy. <laughs> Spoken like a true basic bitch. <laughs> All of you Bellamy fans don't come for me. <laughs> Sergio says, I don't have a main one right now. Porn for me is in the moment. From daddy to twink, college to kink, orgy to OnlyFans, they go hand in hand or hand on dick. 
Sergio, you have a future career as a poet. <laughs> Chris says, right now, Italian muscle guys from the late 90s and early 2000s. It's pretty hot. I like it because it's so masculine, but also so sensual. <laughs> okay, so Chris is into that vintage shit, you guys. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all whatsoever. I 100% endorse that for sure. Greg says, my go-to is Bellamy. Oh, you guys, I have to say, okay, I get that the Bellamy boys are hot. They're always hot. I totally get why Bellamy's a big thing. And I fully understand why most of you are probably in that little category as well in your minds. But here's the thing. It's just too fucking clean. I need some dirty, raunchy, animalistic, fucked up sex. <laughs> like, I want guys to spit on the other guy. I want, like, rolling around in the fucking backyard dirt. Like, I need some substance to my fucking Bellamy porn. <laughs> Alan says, I'm usually pretty open to most genres, but I have an interest in men.com. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, I, I, no comment. <laughs> Barrett says, I'm usually into blowjobs or suck porn. Paul says, Oh my God, you guys, how does this always fucking happen on this goddamn segment? Almost every week, like clockwork, all of you like, like the same shit and say the same shit and answer with the same shit. <laughs> I don't get, I couldn't even predict this. Or maybe I could at this point because this is apparently the pattern. Oh God, you guessed it, folks. Paul says simply one statement. Bellamy. <laughs> Kevin says. <laughs> what a stupid bitch. <laughs> oh my oh God. Kevin says as follows. I like the kind where a guy sticks his dick in another guy's ass. <laughs> and as usual, all of these answers are just one big giant cluster. Fuck. I'm really just all over the place. And really, you guys, enough with the fucking Bellamy bullshit. <laughs> oh, this is how my life always goes. It's literally like the one, like, company or genre of porn that everybody's into is exactly the opposite of what I'm into. But then again, that is the story of my life. Well, guess what? You're about to find out exactly what it is that I am into in regards to porn. So let's just fucking get into it. So if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And if you miss the story, you can also go to My Gay Expose podcast. Ugh, 
so out of breath. <laughs> Let me try that again. You can always go to mygayexposepodcast.com and click the listen tab and there you'll find the question for the week each and every week. And now let's get my gay expose and you'll find out all the reasons why not only sex with a porn star really isn't porn star sex, but also why I am not in to Bellamy. <laughs> All right, you guys, listen. I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster and it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. Like, without aging myself, I have literally spent the better part of, like, two decades jerking off to gay porn. Now, I wasn't always out of the closet in this time frame, but I have definitely witnessed my fair share of the evolution of the gay porn world or just the transition, I would say, from just strictly production style to now this segue into amateur, and now even after COVID, this OnlyFans-like phenomenon that we're all experiencing in this moment is just really great and entertaining to see how porn is evolving in today's gay society. And, you know, I would like to share with all of you my little, you know, porn journey or like how I have evolved over the course of the years with my own little gay porn journey. So, you know, obviously, when I think about like all of the porn that I was into or jerking off to way back when, I don't feel like I could even get off to that shit anymore because my taste has grown so significantly. I've changed the way that I view porn. And if you're anything like me and you like, literally don't go a day without watching at least one porn movie to jerk off to, to like, you know, get your day started or to go to sleep or, or whatever, whatever your situation is when you're jerking off to porn or you're watching porn or whatever. I, I get bored with a lot of it. I mean, listen, you guys, it's my belief that you could have the hottest hot-bodied guy of all time. And if the sex looks boring on film, if there's just one, like, random blank motion and it's blah, 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 
blah. And I'm just like, okay, now I'm bored. I, I don't give a fuck how hot the guys are. I'm fucking bored. I need some substance. I need new positions. I need something different, something unique, something that just makes me get extra excited about a porn. I want to feel that extra special come moment. Like, you know, like when you're coming on edibles and that orgasm is just like that much more. I want that off of edibles. <laughs> and it does happen from time to time. But I'm here to tell you, if you've been, you know, basically like me, spent the better part of two decades just studying the fuck out of porn, you realize that most of it just doesn't really get you off anymore. I find, you know, honestly, you guys, I find myself constantly going through movies, like just literally trying to jerk off to get my day started. And I, like, I'll, I'll land on a movie that like looks good based on the caption preview. And then as it starts to go along, I'm just like, okay, this is fucking stupid or this is fucking boring. All right, next. And like, I'll go through like six, seven, eight, nine movies sometimes before I find something that I'm able to actually get off to. Uh, but that being said, the evolution of porn is far different now than I think it was back then. And if I saw a lot of the shit that was being created today, back then, God only knows where I'd be in my head with <laughs> fucking porn. But, you know, that being said, I've actually starred in a couple of my very own porns. I actually think that I might have talked about this specific film here on the show. It's actually a guy that lives a couple blocks away from me and actually works at one of the local sex stores here in the Castro. And without giving too much information away, he used to, and my understanding is he doesn't do this anymore, but he actually used to seek guys out on Grindr and just fuck to film. Now, you guys, this was before OnlyFans broke out. So he actually had all of his films on Xtube, which, by the way, no longer exists. But it wasn't like he wasn't making any supplemental income from it. It was before OnlyFans. He was just doing it as like a hobby or for fun. And he, you guys, he had a really big fucking dick. It was this really hot, like six foot four black guy with dreadlocks. And like, I am here to tell you, well, let's just put it this way. In the film that we filmed together, I came twice over the course of like, you know, I don't even know, 15 minutes that we filmed. So if that tells you anything, that's how fucking hot the sex was. So I'm really sad to say, as weird as this might sound, that that porn is basically no longer in existence, or at least so I found. And truth be told, I have searched it out really aggressively, and I still can't find it. Now, I actually reached out to him recently and asked him about if there's anywhere that I could find it, since, you know, Xtube is no longer in existence, mostly because I'm getting like a lot of attention for the show now. And I really kind of don't want people to find it. <laughs> sort of. Because that was a completely different time. And eh, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why. But that being said, he basically told me that the video itself was on like an old PC that he had that actually is no longer in existence. And so therefore, the movie itself is just completely gone I'm willing to bet it might be floating around out there somewhere, but 
I haven't found it anywhere. The other porn film that I made, and this is something that's really hard for me to admit out loud, is I actually got involved in a threesome and I don't even know what it was, but we were doing lines of blow. And actually, now that I think about it, it was probably that which made me want to film. <laughs> but again, you guys, this is such a long fucking time ago. But this one of the three guys had a really fucking hot ass. And so I basically laid out like a full line of like cocaine in his ass. And I like literally had the other guy filming me and I was the plan was to take the straw and do the full line of blow out of this guy's ass. But the problem was, is I was so high and it was, it wasn't working. The straw wasn't, it did, it didn't like, I couldn't get it. It was just like the angle was bad, you know, X, Y, Z, carry the one. So I just ditched the straw and I just like started eating his ass and just licked up all the fucking cocaine. And if you can imagine, uh, it was a really fucking crazy night. Actually, truth be told, kind of a hot video, but that one is for the privacy of my own phone. Literally, I think the only person person who's seen it is probably Dorenda. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is the dynamic of my best girlfriend and my relationship. But that being said, I think that's pretty much it. I don't feel like there are any other movies floating around of me out there, other than the fact that I know in one of the previous exposés, I talked about like years ago in like 2009, I went to this guy's house to have a grinder hookup and he asked me if he could film me sucking his dick. And then years later, I found it floating around on Tumblr, but Tumblr is no longer allowed porn. And I don't think anybody has Tumblr anymore anyway. I mean, right? Because <laughs> if I, 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 I'm pretty confident that Tumblr shot themselves in the foot by getting rid of porn because pretty much that's the only reason why anyone had a Tumblr at all was just to go through porn. Like, that's how I am with Twitter these days. Like, I don't really actively use Twitter except for a quick bang-out sesh, pretty much. That's where we're at at this moment. But, you know, that being said, OnlyFans has really paved the way, I have to say, for being like that spark that has like created this new fire in the porn world. Like if it wasn't for OnlyFans, you guys, I feel like porn would be just that much more boring. And I do feel like a lot of the porn stars like lucked out by getting kind of out of the industry and like sort of doing their own thing with OnlyFans because they had no other choice because of COVID. And then they realized how much more lucrative financially it was to do their own OnlyFans and I have to say, even though I still might change my mind at some point, but at this current moment, I'm not currently like subscribing to any one specific porn stars only fans at all. I, I just, you guys, I have such a hard time bringing myself to pay for porn when there's so many fucking free porn sites out there that you could search. I, you know, you can even find a lot of these OnlyFans videos that have leaked onto many of these free sites. So it's like, it's just created a moment where you can just get the raunchy, raw, real shit without having to pay for it. I mean, if, if there is anyone out there that can convince me otherwise, by all means, let me know. I'd, I will listen with open ears and I will listen to your reasons why and let you plead your case. And if I see that that's a valiant effort 
to convince me, I might try to look into it a little bit more. But you know, the more I follow many of these porn stars on Instagram, you guys, the more I realize that there's this whole fucking world where all of these porn stars, especially all the ones that live down in LA, they're just all fucking each other. And they're all doing OnlyFans videos of each other and they're putting it on their fucking OnlyFans. And that's how they're all making their motherfucking money. Even to a place where a lot of these gays out here who repetitively hook up with guys in San Francisco are doing the same thing. And I've seen random videos of people I fucking know and have met out socially getting their fucking guts like just completely annihilated by some of these OnlyFans stars. And it's just so fun to actually identify someone that you've met at one point getting like <laughs> just like screaming their fucking brains out because they're just getting fucked like they had never been fucked before on this guy's OnlyFans page. But here's some of the things I want to know about these guys, whether it be OnlyFans or this production style porn thing. Like, I talked about Porphy Max, how he did his Instagram live a couple of episodes back, and how he talked about how shoving a dildo up his ass was like his ensure to make sure that he had douched correctly and properly and that was his check to make sure that he was clean and there was a clean bill of health and there was no residue or any of that. And I mean, coincidentally, I did try it after the fact and found that it was actually, it, it worked. But then again, I mean, I've douched so many times and not had a way to check it and been perfectly fine. So I, I don't know if that's 100%. But like, you have to think about it, you guys. When you go into making a film or you're going to like, hook up with one of these OnlyFans guys, you want to make sure your shit is fucking pristine and alabaster and clean and eatable. I mean, right? <laughs> the other thing I kind of want to know that I've always sort of wondered about porn, like production style as well as OnlyFans, is why are the bottoms dicks always flaccid? I don't get that. You guys... The second a dick enters my ass, my dick is erect and it is staying that way until I fucking come. No matter what, no matter how much I've had to drink, shit, even when I do coke, I, I don't get coke dick. Like, it's just, I don't understand why many of these guys are just flaccid. You know, rumor has it that like many of them do like Vicodin and shit like that so that they, it's like, doesn't hurt as bad. I, I I don't really know if that's true or not, but that's what I've heard. And so I'd like to think that maybe that some sort of substance is creating that moment for the bottom. And you guys, listen, what happened to fluffers? Like, and where do I apply for that job? Because honestly, that's like my motherfucking dream job. Like, listen, I am willing to start a fucking agency under Bossy Power Bottom Productions that employs like OnlyFans fluffers. Can we make that a fucking thing? Oh my God, that's a million dollar motherfucking idea. I have to run with that. <laughs> but the one thing, you guys, that I have to say that I don't get most about porn, <sighs> why guys don't check the bottom of their feet? Because every time a bottom's getting fucked and his legs are thrown over the top shoulders and you see the brown on the bottom of their feet, it really just kind of turns me off. Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to check 
Ugh, your fucking feet. But maybe that, I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but that is just something I just cannot deal with. And like the order of things, like every single fucking production style porn is the same shit. The guys walk in fully clothed. They start making out. The clothes slowly start coming off. One of the guys puts their hand on the other guy's shoulder and draws him to his knees. Then he starts to eat around the underwear where the dick is. Then the underwear slowly come off. Then he starts blowing the guy. Then cut to the other guys now eating the bottom's ass. And then they start doing a, a dick suck slash ass eating situation. And before all the clothes come off, then it's to where they're full on fucking. And there may or may not be multiple positions involved, but I want to see the porn that like actually does that moment where they start with the fucking and then they end things with all their clothes on. <laughs> like, where's that fucking porn? That's the one I want to see. Maybe that's another idea for Bossy Power Bottom Productions. But that being said, I've heard rumors that if you plan on getting into that OnlyFans gig or going into production style porn, that they highly recommend that you have been in theater school. And I totally get that because there's a lot of fucking dramatic acting involved. Listen, if any of you out there know what it's like to be a bottom and pretend your way through a sexual session, that's theatrics at its fucking finest. And if I had a fucking dime for how many times I pretended like I was getting my brains fucked out when I really just wanted him to come so I could get the fuck out of there, then I would be a fucking porn star. <laughs> Diet, I hear, is a big thing for many of these guys. Like, I, uh, the great and most beautiful part about following a lot of these porn stars on social media is that they openly talk about, like, their dietary practices as hints, helpful hints for all of us out there who are wanting to have sex like porn stars. And, you know... I hear that there's a lot of patience involved with filming, like a lot of waiting around. You know, sometimes the guy's dick's not hard. That's where the fucking fluffer idea would would come into play. By the way, was this a real fucking thing or was this just a hearsay thing? Does anybody know? I would love to know. <laughs> and can you imagine, like, by the way, doing something like this for a full-on career and then having to show up to the, like, family reunion and face your mom knowing that there's a, the potential that she probably maybe stumbled across one of your videos and watched your fucking dick flop around while you're like, like bouncing off that hot jock top dick. Like, can you imagine the horror in that? Uh, I can't. But like, truth be told, like doing this show for a living is basically like being a porn star and knowing that I'm publishing shit on social media that like my parents are listening to me say out loud. It's like the, basically like the same fucking thing, right? <laughs> so you guys, that being said, I actually want to do two specific things. I want to give you a list of all of the porn stars that I have been so into over the course of the years. This might be a little hard to get through because admitting that you're into some specific porn star out loud and knowing that people might be judging you for it is a hard thing. But what the fuck? I don't give two flying fucks. So I'm going to get into all of that shit too. And then at the end of all of that, after I explain why I am into these porn stars and all the reasons why, I'm actually going to 
read to you blindly the list of my most recent Pornhub searches. And I have them in order and haven't even looked at them yet, you guys. So this should be a little bit interesting. And truth be told, I'm a little bit slightly mortified to reveal some of these. I'm sure I already kind of know what's laying in many of them. So we're just going to get into all of that shit. And then at the very end of this, I'm going to tell you the one porn star that I happen to have sex with and how that went down and what I felt about it after. And we'll answer the question, is sex with a porn star really porn star sex? Well, you're about to find out. So first, I'm going to start off with a few of the porn stars that I don't really jerk off to anymore, but did for a very long period of time. And the first one, I'm actually not going to reveal who it is because he's actually fairly well known and he actually kind of runs in a few of my friendship circles. So for that reason, I'm not going to reveal who this is. But I think this is one of those situations where because I know him, have met him, and truth be told, he kind of annoys me, like his personality. But like some of the videos he's made are kind of fucking hot. And I'm pretty embarrassed to admit this out loud. But he has several films out there. He has filmed several films with my ex-boyfriend, my most recent ex, and he's openly disclosed that he uh, has been in sex work. In other words, like, I don't want to use the word prostitution, but very that. <laughs> so that one is uh, a little bit embarrassing to admit out loud. But like, yeah, some of the fucking hottest videos ever. His Twitter recently got like, uh, what it was suspended, canceled, taken away, whatever. And I don't really know how because Twitter is so open to porn. So he must have really fucking done something to like piss Twitter off somehow. So I don't really like jerk off to him any longer. And that kind of also goes along the lines of the guy that I talked about in the opening story. Now, listen, you guys, this guy, it was very twink style. It was very emo. It was very much that vibe. And I'm not really into that shit but he had a huge dick. And you guys, I think there is just something about interacting with these individuals, hanging out with them outside of what you see in the video that just really fucking gets me off. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. <laughs> Michael Boston. I follow him on Instagram. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I know he's really popular in the gay scene in regards to porn. He gets the best of and all of the like porn like categories for all of the award shows and shit. He's pretty well known, but I'm not really like, he's one of those individuals where he has a very nice, delectable, juicy butt. I get that. I'm pretty confident it's fake, although I can't confirm that. But when it comes to him actually being in an actual like sexual porn film, I'm not really into it. I, I, I'd much rather look at his nudie photos on Instagram versus actually watch him in porn so Rahim Shabazz, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. You guys know who this is, right? The guy, he's like so fucking hot, big, tall, black guy. I think he's sort of starting his own little thing. I might be behind on this, you guys, so someone could probably correct me if I'm wrong. But he gets these big groups of guys together and does these huge like 
like orgy situations. I think for his OnlyFans, if I'm not mistaken, but he has a lot of like production style porns out there. The thing I like most about him is not only is he just beautiful and hot and has a huge dick, but he also is very fucking aggressive with each guy that he hooks up with. And so it just, I, I mean, I have come to so many of his movies, it's not even funny. Luke Trong, another one of those gays from LA, Asian boy. He has got a cute little Asian face, hot little body, and he bottoms like a motherfucking boss. I have heard that Luke actually is known for being one of the most exceptionally talented deep throat blowjobbers out there in the porn world. And that's what he's known for. And after watching several of his movies, I kind of get it. Truth be told, you guys, as a side note, I have actually seriously thought about doing my own OnlyFans and kind of going off the, like, deep throat masterclass expose that I did previously. I really want to do an OnlyFans where I'm just, like, showing people how I can deep throat because I feel like it would do really well. I'm really talented at it. And I don't know, maybe it'll happen one day. We'll have to see. <laughs> Drew Dixon is another one. He's British. I, I, he's got a hot body. I'm not really into him sexually, but a lot of his movies get a little more dirty and nasty. And so for that reason, I'm kind of into him. The weird part about him is he almost always bottoms and you guys, I'm clearly, I'm a bossy power bottom. I almost exclusively bottom. But for some fucking reason, the next couple of stars, including Drew, are all bottoms. And for some reason, I gravitate to their films. There's something about them bottoming for whomever that just gets me off so. And the next one is Alem Warnick, the Brazilian blonde boy. And the reason why I'm into him, I think, is because he just has like the most delicious body. His butt is just so perfect and he's just muscly and just, I think he's just prettier on the eyes than, you know, him getting fucked. But I'm definitely really into him. My favorite bottom though, I have to say, is by far Armand Rizzo. So Armand Rizzo is definitely like, he's like four like seven or some shit like that. He has a hot little body. But I think the reason why I get off the most on him is because he is so fucking vocal. And I kind of identify with that because when I'm getting fucked, I am a screamer, you guys. Believe it or not. <laughs> You'd never know by listening to this show, right? <laughs> but yeah, it, it just, I think I identify with it. I just, so for some reason, I just gravitate towards his films as well. He's got a lot of them out there. Porphy Max is somebody that I've talked about in previous exposés. Again, total bottom, but I'm like, there's just something about him that I get off on other guys fucking him. He really gets like hot guys because he's got a hot ass. So a lot of his shit is actually pretty good as well. And you guys, the number one hottest always takes the cake by far and truth be told probably my favorite porn star of all time is wait for it Raphael Alenciere <laughs> the biggest fucking dick the biggest fucking fake ass he's just so nasty and raunchy and aggressive and I just 
uh, there's one specific film that he does with Pierre Fitch, which I'm not the biggest fan of Pierre Fitch, for those of you who are familiar with him. But I actually searched out Pierre Fitch just to get this video that Raphael and him fuck in because it's hands down probably at this current moment. One of my favorite movies of all time. And that's it, you guys. Those are like literally the ones that I gravitate to the most. So now I'm actually going to read to you some of the random searches that I have done over the course of the last week. And I am a little terrified because I have not actually read these out loud yet. And so I am, oh, what the fuck? Let's just get into it. So this is my current Pornhub search within the past couple of weeks. Okay, let's just get into it. So number one, gay Mexican thugs. <laughs> I am absolutely not ashamed of that at all whatsoever. That shit is usually really hot. There's just something about Latino men that I, especially in porn, gravitate to. Latino men almost always have thick, plump, juicy dicks. And I love that. And so therefore, I'm into a lot of the like the Latin leche, like the poppy, uh, raw poppy or whatever the fuck that one. I'm into all of that shit. Even the one, the bi Latin men, I'm into all that. Hands down, so into it. Hot shit. Number two, gay bukkake. <laughs> I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. There's just something hot about being that boy on his knees while everybody's jerking off on your face. And spoiler alert, I have definitely been that boy on my knees while everybody's jerking off on me at least once, if not more, in my life. <laughs> oh, God, this one. <laughs> You're going to judge me on this one for sure. Number three, gay daddy boy. <laughs> you guys, sometimes I just need to see a movie with a hot daddy fucking like a boyish guy because I envision myself being boyish guy. And maybe that's a little hint of delusion, but that's why that is there. <laughs> uh, okay. The next one's gay Pierre Fitch. And I think that I searched that out because I try to get that Raphael Alenciere movie more often than not. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> gay Mormon boys. <laughs> this one's going to take some explanation. So I'm not really into this genre. I get that it's a really popular like missionary boys or Mormons, that whole like role play of like the elder fucking the little Mormon boy or whatever the fuck. But you guys, I have an underwear fetish. And so when I see them wearing their like Mormon underwear and it starts from there, it really just gets me off. But also there's one specific porn star that I'm obsessed with. And I think he only exclusively does the missionary boys franchise and he's got he's like I don't even know his name I can't ever find his name I think it's like Bill something if I'm not mistaken so you guys are gonna have to chime in and let me know who he is but he's like a silver daddy and he always plays like the priest or the I don't even know what they call him in the Mormon faith I think I said it before uh, elder what I don't know he's always that person and he is just he gets me off every fucking time. So, if, hey, you guys, chime in. Let me know. Who is this guy? What's his name? What's this porn star's name? Please. I need to know. <laughs> oh, God, this next one. Uh, gay black. <laughs> you guys, listen, I love gay black porn. 
black men just know what they're doing so much more than some other races, let's just say, in the bedroom. And I appreciate that in a good porn. Gay Treasure Island Media. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so this one, I actually really love this franchise because they're not afraid to shy away from, like, the dirty shit. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put that one on my list for tonight as well. Gay Sketchy Sex. Do you guys know the sketchy sex thing? Like, okay, so for those of you not in the know, basically it's like big house sex party where guys literally just come in and out and like, it's like cum dump scenarios. There's usually one guy who's getting fucked by multiple guys at a time. There literally are guys like waiting in line to like dump into this guy's ass and like you could just basically count how many loads he takes. To me, it's just hot. And sometimes I'm in the mood for that. So gay, sketchy sex is usually almost always on my search list. Now, you guys might be surprised by this. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm embedding this one. (laughs) Not that this is bad, but this definitely does get me off. Gay, FTM, trans man. Yes, you guys. I'm in to trans men. I think I might have brought that up once on the show. But there's just something to me hot about a gay man fucking a trans man that just I am so into that I'm so down for that and spoiler alert I have actually had sex multiple times with trans men and it's very enjoyable for me I'm very into it I'm it's it's good it's good if you have any questions about that and you're like wanting to explore that journey let me know I'll help you out (laughs) Oh, God, this next one, gay X09X26X. I discovered this as what it was, but it's basically like this really beefy, like, Mexican guy. And he always has two other guys that look very similar to him. And it's usually a three-way fuck. And they wear, like, Mario and Luigi hats. (laughs) Have you guys seen this? Usually one guy's wearing a blue cap, one guy's wearing a red cap, and the other guy's wearing... Uh, green cap and they're just like it's so hot they're just hot it's just uh it's so hot gay interracial clearly is on most of my search lists gay bbc gay latino jocks and last but most certainly not least gay ronnie (laughs) you guys i have to be on the lookout the bigger this show gets the more I realize that my fucking shit could be leaked out there. And so I have to check and make sure that that's not the case. (laughs) My God. So I'm going to leave all of you with the story of the time that I actually slept with a porn star. Now, this was pre-OnlyFans, you guys. I have to make that very clear. So this was not a situation where this guy was hitting me up to film. This was definitely just a random grinder hookup. But I didn't really know at the time that he was in porn. It was really actually one of those situations where when I got to his place, I was like, God, this guy looks so fucking familiar. And then I was like, holy fuck. I knew exactly who it was, like a light switch in my mind. It like just came full circle. I knew exactly who he was. I was ready. I got excited. I was like, oh my God, I'm about to have sex with a fucking porn star. This is everything I wanted and more. And you guys, for obvious reasons, 
I can't say this guy's name because the show's just kind of too big now. And also, he still lives in San Francisco, I know firsthand. So for those two reasons alone, I'm not going to say who this is. But I guarantee you, you guys have seen him out in the porn world for sure. Very common, very popular. He's even done some of those ads that you actually see on the free porn sites where it's like an ad that pops up that you have to wait like four seconds before you can resume your jerk-off session when you're going from film to film. He's that big. He's a big one. But I will say this. I Once I realized that he was a fucking porn star, I got like all excited. Like I was actually gonna sleep with a fucking porn star. I was ready to have the time of my life. I was ready for the bang-out session of my life. I was ready to get my world rocked. And you know, honestly... I have to say, probably one of the worst sexual sessions that I have ever had. It was very fucking disappointing to know that the hottest dude out there that is in porn, that you see performing in porn movies, was actually really fucking terrible in bed. Or at least that's how I felt. I can't speak for anybody he's had sex with, but that's exactly how I felt. Awkwardly enough, my friend Victor and I, one day, like maybe like four weeks later, we were just bar hopping and we ended up going to the Edge, which is like a local bar out here in the Castro. And it just so happened to be one of those nights where they were doing like go-go boys on the bar tops. And to my complete and total fucking shock, this guy, where we're fresh in the mindset of just weeks after having sex, was one of the go-go boys. And he kept like looking in my direction. And you guys, I couldn't even make eye contact. So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bossy power bottoms? Gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. Or, okay, listen, at any rate, you learned that sex with a porn star isn't always porn star sex. I mean, clearly, I had sex with one of the hottest porn stars out there. And, oh, you guys, I wish so badly I could tell you who it is, but I definitely cannot. But I will say this, he is actually filmed with many of the porn stars that I've listed on the list this week. So for those of you out there who really just are on a mission to figure out who it is that I could possibly be talking about, well, cross-check every single porn star that I listed with whomever they're sleeping with out in the podcast world, podcast world, porn star world, <laughs> And let me know what you come up with. And let's just see if you can, like, figure out who it is that I'm talking about. And if you're planning on sleeping with him, you guys, uh, I would, wouldn't recommend it, just for the record. But I just really want to hear from you, the listeners. Like, what the fuck do you think? What is your go-to porn? What do you love in porn? Who do you love in porn? And what genre is right for you in regards to porn? Give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 
501-504-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me all about it. <laughs> Can't wait for all of that shit. Oh, God. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars. Follow on Spotify. Five stars there, too. And don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website, mygayexposepodcast.com. And there you'll find any information that you need to know about the show, including the official, uh, what am I trying to say? Oh, the question. <laughs> oh my God, what a fucking mess. Oh God, the official show question for the Your Gay Expose segment each and every week. And don't forget to check out the official show merch line, Bossy Power Bottom Wear at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com and pick your next piece for your next gay and upcoming Pride event. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn and I will film a porn with you next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions. <laughs>